something happening here But what it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down I'm C.J. Layton coming to you from inside the secret broadcast cave of the Phantom Radio Studio in Lake Wales, Florida, home of the premier radio bowling talk show. PBA Hall of Famer Len Nicholson started this show in 2002, and since then, he's recorded over 1,200 shows featuring over 400 different guests. That's a literal who's who in bowling. In 1995, Len finished his lane conditioning relationship with the PBA. That same year, John Davis of the Kegel Company requested for his professional lane maintenance guidance, and he's been with Kegel ever since. It's always fun, it's always informative, and now the Phantom and his friends are hosting the Phantom Radio Junior Bowling Club. The Phantom will tell you more. Phantom fans, let's welcome our host, Len Nicholson, the Phantom. Well, thank you, CJ. And a reminder that Phantom Radio is presented by the Cagle Company, the number one lane maintenance company in the world for all of your lane maintenance needs, including 24-hour technical support you can always rely on the Kegel Company. So go to kegel.net. Well, Phantom Fans, this week's show is similar to many that we have done in the past. And the word many is a sad one. When we lose a friend, we feel it necessary to pay tribute to that person and talk in a personal way about that special friend. And as the bowling world learned a couple of weeks ago, we lost a real giant in our world. And I have recruited two dear friends to help me, and they both knew Mr. Bill Christman well. And my two friends are Jim Dressel and Jim Goodwin, and they agreed to talk about their memories of Bill in this exclusive show. And both of our guests have been here many times before, so I know that you know and they are, are familiar with their tremendous bios. And it's important to know they're truly Hall of Fame bowling writers. And I'm going to go back and forth with each of them, asking a few questions. So let's start out with Jim Dressel. Jim, how about an opening statement about Bill Christman? Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me on the show again. And uh, when it comes to Bill Christman, frankly, Bill... And Bob Crispin, what a great team. But as for Bill himself, I've got mad respect for the guy. He he was somebody that I admired. And I think a lot of people who I admired in the ball business admired Bill. Because uh, they had a lot of respect for the guy. He was basically the ninja warrior of ball guides. A lot of respect for him. I did a lot of work with the ball guide in... Uh, developing through the years uh, with Larry Lickstein, Joey Serrar. I worked with those people. They had a lot of respect for Bill. It was really great to see him, number one, get into the Hall of Fame. You know, elated to hear about that. I'm not in the thick of things as far as the bowling industry per se is concerned, but it's like when I found out that he got into the Hall of Fame, 
I called Jim Goodwin because I knew Jim had been at the uh, Hall of Fame induction ceremonies. And uh, I was talking to him about it a little bit. And he said that basically Bill Christman was, uh, had just died. I didn't know that. And I was like, I was calling him to really congratulate him and commiserate with him on Bill's presence in the industry and his contributions to the industry. And then I found out he's no longer with us. I was aware that the United States Bowling Congress had just put him into their Hall of Fame. And I was, look, I was looking at it and I'm thinking, you know, this is kind of funny. It's like, uh, on one hand, they were honoring him with their highest honor in the game. And in the other, while he wasn't exactly persona non grata with the USBC, he wasn't exactly... Well, he kind of had a frosty relationship. Jim, do you want to go into that a little bit more? Well, let's get a short opening statement from Jim first because we got some other questions to go with. So, okay, I'll uh, I'll get into that in a minute. But Bill, as as Dressel said, Bill and Barbara are extremely important to uh, the bowling industry, and and a giant is a good word. The other thing I thought about was there are only a handful of people in our industry that are that are loved and famous um, across the globe. And Phantom, you and I talked about uh, John Davis being one of those. And I had the same feeling when when I found out that Bill had passed so suddenly, I had the same feeling that I had when we lost John Davis. And they were both geniuses. One of the few people, like I said, known around the globe. If there was a Mount Rushmore of of um, people in bowling um, on a global level, then uh, Davis and Chrisman would certainly be uh, be two of the, uh, the images on on that Mount Rushmore. So um, he will be tremendously missed by uh, thousands, maybe millions of people all over the world, not just not just in the United States. Yeah, boy, that's for sure. All right, Mr. Dressel, let's go back with you. And if you can remember, what was your very first memory of Bill? Well, basically, um, we were in Reno. And uh, he was there, I don't know for what event, but I, I was with Tom Koros, the par bowling author and the famous bowling coach, good friend. And uh, Koros met Chrisman. And then they were they were sitting at the table chatting for a while, and it's like I forgot about him. I went about my business, and the the thing I remember about him is this time Bill Christen did most of the talking, and Tom Course was listening and paying attention. So uh, I knew that uh, Tom thought highly of him right from the get go, and therefore I did too. I mean, I have a lot of respect for Tom's. Uh, choice of people who have a lot of wisdom in the sport. And uh, I knew that Bill was one of those guys right away. Awesome. All right, Jim Goodwin, what was your first memory? Or say whatever you want to talk about. You know, I I, I think I first met uh, uh, Bill at the probably one of the, the Eliminator or many Eliminator tournaments that we did with Steve Sanders. CJ and I did the media for those events for more than – a dozen years, and Bill and Barbara were always there. Uh, Storm was a sponsor of a lot of those tournaments, and then he went on later on to sponsor the High Roller. 
and uh, they just gave back more to the industry than than anybody that I can ever remember. And and Bill was always unpretentious, and and um, you know he was just a guy that was just uh, you know down to earth, and you, you'd never know uh, the success that they had had uh, just meeting an everyday guy. Uh, you know he was a a mentor for for so many people in in the business and like like Dressel said a minute ago when they put him in the Hall of Fame he and Barbara both in the Hall of Fame that was great to do the, them together it was a uh, it was a little bit of an elephant in the room and Barbara mentioned it that you know USBC had had thrown six of their bowling balls out of the out of the game not long before that happened and so it was a it was a little awkward moment, but they they both handled it uh, very well, and they certainly deserve to be in any Hall of Fame that picks picks them. Boy, that's for sure. You know, um, they were a couple, no question about it. They were a famous couple in bowling, probably Mr. and Mrs. Bowling, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but let's reverse the order. Let me know what your first thoughts and memories of Barbara were, Jim Goodwin. Well, like I like I said, I met I met both of them at the uh, I'm not sure which tournament, or probably the Eliminator or many Eliminators, back in the '90s. Uh, I did an interview, a long interview with Bill in 1996 for Stars and Strikes, and Storm was just starting to take off at that time. And um, in the early days, uh, Bill told me Barb Barbara's the one that stayed home and made sure all the bills got paid while he did all the traveling and. And uh, making making the deals around the world, so so um, they both uh, sacrificed tremendously for the success of the of the company. And Barbara was the the rock that kind of kept it all together at home while uh, while Bill traveled. And then, of course, she got to come to the the Vegas events, and we always had a a great time visiting with them at the uh, at the tournaments in Las Vegas. All right, Mr. Dressel. I'm sure you've got some thoughts and memories of Barbara, too, right? Yes, I do. Uh, frankly, a great gal. And the thing is, if um, if Bill was the innovative and creative soul of the company, she was its heart. And uh, basically, I think, kept uh, Bill on the right path. I think he had a lot of the right notions to start with. But she, uh, she and Bill, and um, she and Bill, Bill and Barbara made a great team together. And, uh, you know, originally they could have introduced the ball on Shark Tank because uh, they were dealing with that creative a, a, uh, a, a product. But uh, they made a lot of uh, innovations. And, you know, we were long past the days when the balls were square. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Goodwood, what is your opinion about what part of Bill's personality and work ethic was that made him so successful? Well, he was just—he was just a low-key guy. I mean, he—he—he he, uh, he always said, and I'm sure Barbara will verify this, that he always said he surrounded himself with people that were a lot smarter than he was. And even though he said that, I—I I doubt it very much because I think—I think he was a true genius, and he—he he knew a lot about marketing, and he knew how to how to run a company, and he knew how to run a business, and so does Barbara. And um, and just look at the quality of people that Storm has on their staff, not only in Utah, but all 
all over the uh, all over the country and all over the world. It's just uh, it's phenomenal what they've done. They created a a brand that people are tremendously loyal to. It's like a Starbucks or a, or an Apple or a you know Dave Sims once told me you know they're the Harley Davidson of uh, of bowling and and Bob Hart compared to you know the Storm bowling balls are like the Titleist of uh, the in golf. You know so it's a it's incredible what they accomplished in in a, such a short period of time. All right, Mr. Dressel, you've been successful your whole career. In fact, you retired young. I think you retired at about 30 years old. But uh, <laughs> in your opinion, uh, what part of Bill's personality and work ethic made him so successful? I don't know. It was just a determination to strike out and, and do what he wanted to do and do it the right way. With Barb's help, you know, she helped keep him online in that regard and uh you know she just they just had a good feel for what they were trying to do i mean you know you're talking about some good stories that were written i guess jim wrote one for the international bowling industry magazine in back in 2018 they were just doing things the right way the bowlers really it was the bowlers company that wasn't just a slogan that was really what they whoa that was what they were all about and uh now i need a new eardrum <laughs> but anyway yeah they they were the bowlers come out i really think that a lot of good players wanted to be with the company because in fact many times the bowling balls the storm bowling balls made them better players quid pro quo yeah, Lenny, I I thought of something when he was saying that that you know we the three of us were we were screaming back in the seventies and eighties and nineties you know about uh, about people treating uh, bowling as a sport because everything was trending toward the recreation and and uh, nobody was talking about the sport of bowling or they weren't talking as much as they should have been and. John Davis was one that did that, and then Bill, Bill and Barbara came along, and I think that's what—that's probably the key to their success is they—they they take bowling seriously as a sport, and all of the people that they hire, they hire bowlers to run the company, and and I think that's that's the biggest reason why they've been successful because because they know that bowling is a sport, and they they work toward the Olympics and and all of these other things that they've done. It's not just you know, it's not just a game or a recreation. It's a serious sport around the world. And that's why they've been able to capture, you know, more than, uh, from what I understand, more than 50% of the uh, market share in high-performance bowling balls in the whole world. That's that's a phenomenal thing to accomplish in, in the time they've been around. Yeah, you mentioned the whole world. And, uh, you know, working for Kegel, I've gotten to be go around the world quite a bit. Uh, ever since I went to work for them in 95, and I uh, just can uh, relay a couple of things. Uh, went to Guatemala one time for a big junior tournament, and there were storm bowling signs all over the place. And I thought, holy mackerel, Guatemala is a third world country. country. <laughs> and then I was in Malaysia two different times. Their logo was all over the place. So they got all around the world, no question about it. Yeah, so, I, I meant. When I did that story for the IBI that Russell mentioned, uh, I, one of the people I talked to, I talked to a lot of people, but Tim Mack and Robert Dong were a couple of them. And Robert, 
Robert, I had a quote from Robert. He said, Storm is truly the bowler's company from top to bottom. And Asia knows that Storm cares and that they stand behind their products. We've seen the caring personalities of Bill and Barbara Christman for 25 years. They are iconic figures in Asia. Ask anyone and they'll tell you this. They truly represent what is good in bowling all over the world. That, that's what Robert Gong had to say about them. And that's a, you know, that pretty much describes, uh, you know, how people feel about them, you know, everywhere. Oh, for sure. What, what reputations what? they had. You know, um, we could talk for hours and hours and hours about both of those people. But uh, we want to get down to maybe a couple of things more. Uh, basically, we'll go with you, Mr. Goodwin. Any final thoughts that you'd like to say? You've got the floor for as long as you need it. Well, I think we've, we've said a lot already, but, uh, you know, I, I, I guess it, it really hadn't even sunk in yet that, that Bill's not with us any longer. And, and, uh, and I just I, I pray that Barbara has uh, – everything that she needs and, and, uh, you know, the company will continue to do all of the things that they've done, you know, with both of their leadership. And, and, um, I'm sure that they will continue to, to, uh, to be a force in bowling for a long, long time. And I, like I said before, I don't, you know, he's going to be missed by so many people and, uh, it's going to take a, a long time and we'll, we will never forget the contributions that that Bill made and, uh, and you know and I'm sure Barbara will continue to, to do that for, for many more years. I believe that too. Um, all right Mr. Goodwin, I mean Mr. Dressel you know you, I got too many gyms on this thing. In fact uh, I gotta go to the gym. I'm starting to gain some weight just sitting around here doing the radio show but here's the same question for you my friend. You got time, whatever time you need. What kind of final thoughts do you have about uh, Bill or Barbara or both? Yeah, Bill will be missed. I agree. And every bit as much as Jim said, he was a lot, brought a lot of value to the bowling industry in so many different ways. But, uh, gee, I, you know, sometimes you wonder if history couldn't change a little bit. I brought up that shark tank, shark tank example. I would love to see a ball introduced for the first time on Shark Tank. I think that might have been pretty interesting, and I think they would have made an interesting presentation. But Les, Bill did leave a lot of legacy behind, left a good foundation with the company. He will be missed, but I think Storm will live on and do pretty well for itself because of that foundation. Not a bad idea. And, Lanny, speaking of national publicity, I I think y'all y'all both probably saw it the other day uh, when the Texas Rangers played the, the uh, in the uh, playoffs. Uh, John Burkett, the uh, professional bowler who used to be a professional baseball player for the Rangers in Boston, he uh, he threw out the first pitch in the ball game, and he was wearing a Storm jersey. Instead of throwing the ball to the catcher, he rolled the ball all the way from the pitcher's mound to home plate. You know, as a as a bowler, and it was a it was a great great day for for uh, baseball and a great day for bowling. <laughs> yeah, for sure, I did see that. And a great and a great tribute to Storm too. By the way, that that happened only a couple of days after we lost Bill. 
Yeah, that was covered on ESPN and all over the sports world. That was awesome. And uh, it's not that they need very much publicity because I want to tell you that I tell everybody every week on my show, uh, I started doing the podcast back in 2002, and they were my very first sponsor. Not only do they sponsor my show for 22 years, but also all over the world they sponsor it. They give it back like nobody I've ever seen. Uh, they're just a wonderful, wonderful couple. They're very, very uh, gracious with all that. And, and, and Jim, the other day, Jim Dressel, I mean, Jim uh, Goodwin, the other day you mentioned that uh, Robert Dong said something about Bo Expo one time, about the time that she fell down. Remember that? Yeah, I mean, Robert was always at the, uh, at the, uh, many eliminator tournaments, the eliminator. And um, and Bill was great about bringing people in from all over the world. When, one year they brought the helicopter bowlers from Taiwan. And it was a, it was very interesting. We sat and watched them with fascination where they, you know, they've got these, these 11 pound bowling balls and they're just beating everybody with them. And it was just, uh, it was so much fun, so much fun to watch. And they, when they bowled in the world championship in 1995 in Reno, I sat with Don Johnson and we watched them and they, you know, all those players from, from Asia or are, are, are almost all of them or a lot of them were here because of the, of the, uh, the influence of uh, a storm and Bill and Barbara Christmas. Yeah. In fact, uh, the last time I think not the last time, but one of the last two times I saw Robert Dung, uh, we, we talked about when Barbara fell down the marble staircase. Remember that? Oh boy. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, Jim Dressel, did, did you remember that? I was there. Uh, so was I. And, yeah, that was in Arlington. Yep. Well, yeah, it, Bill. Was, it was a tragic fall. She hurt herself pretty well, but she yeah. recovered. And it was real good to see her come back like she did. It was a, uh, you know, really, really bad accident. And, uh, Bill told me when I when I did the interview when I did the story about that he he you know ironically he said he said it terrified me but it brought us closer together he said we realized that day that we could die at any moment that we knew and we knew we better work harder at enjoying our time together so I think they did that that was in 2018 when he said that so I think. Um, they they have always been close, but they got a lot closer after that. Boy, I'll tell you what. You know, I'm looking at the old clock on the wall, and uh, I want to make a closing statement, but I'm going to give you both the last minute each uh, when I get done with this to give me your final, final thought. But uh, Phantom Fan, the old clock on the wall does tell me that we're out of time. And I want to thank our sponsors for relinquishing their valuable time so that our great guest to pass on some of their thoughts and also deeply want to thank Mr. Dressel and Mr. Goodwin, two of my best friends of all time, two Hall of Famers that uh, I've turned to many, many times, and they've opened a lot of doors for me, and I always appreciate that. I'll never forget it, but our condolences go out to uh, Bill's wife, Barbara, uh, the entire Christmas family. Uh, the wonderful Storm family and Storm Nation. And Bill, you are and you will be missed. 
So God bless you. And I want to give this back to Jim Russell for one minute of final thought. Go ahead, Jim. Well, bowling has had a lot of great people involved in the sport and the industry. You know, we always seem to, you know, lose those great people from time to time at the wrong time. Um, I think uh, Bill Christman really established his uh, legacy in a strong fashion. I think he will be remembered and, uh, you know, frankly made a lot of innovations in the magazine, in Bowler's Journal magazine that I worked for uh, possible, including the ball guide. And uh, it's like it made it made it interesting. It also made it really difficult as we approached into the holidays because that was a lot of work. And uh, but uh, Bill Crispin made it fun. And, uh, you know, we uh, had some good times with Larry and Joey and the subsequent contributors. All right, Mr. Goodwin. Well, I was watching a uh, a live streaming um, telecast that that was done from Bowl Expo in Orlando a couple of days ago, and um, you know, you the three of us we kind of started that broadcasting from from Bowl Expo, you know, more than a decade ago, and Storm has taken that to the next level and made it uh, very professional. And uh, this show had Mike Flanagan and. And uh, Nelson Burton Jr. and he and he had Bill Barbara Crispin and and Bob Hart on the first part, which are great people. And then after that, they brought in they brought in Bill and Kelly Kulik and Timmy Mack, and they all talked about Storm and they talked about each other. And I mean, you could feel the love between them. They have a uh, not only a a great company but a great family of of bowlers and people and that's what's made them so successful but you know timmy said bill the bill always talked about hiring bowlers who can talk to talk and walk the walk and they certainly did that and continue to do that and and um it's i can't imagine a, a better group of people and a better company for any industry and we are so proud of the the work that that bill did and the work that uh, barbara will continue to do with Storm and everything in bowling. All right, Jim. One final word. God bless you, Bill Christman. We all love you. And for one great reason, it's the Bowler's Company. And that was your brand, and it always will be your brand. So for Phantom Radio, this is the Phantom. When you're down and trouble and you need some loving care and nothing well nothing is going right close your eyes and think of me and soon